Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. Super <laughs> excited to spend some <laughs> super excited to spend some time with you guys today. What I was thinking, uh, and let me know your guys' feedback on this. I was thinking of getting a rig uh, in the car to like visually record um, and upload to YouTube. So I don't know if that would be harder or easier for you guys. I think there's a way to also put it on spot. Like I've seen Lex Friedman's podcast come with video on Spotify. Um, but uh, I definitely want to start getting video out. I think it would be a little bit more engaging. Um, everybody and their sisters told me that I need to get on YouTube. I don't know if there's a way to like rip audio, put that on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Podbean and then the, the video. I'm sure there is. On YouTube, I don't know. I don't know enough about any of that stuff. So uh, let me know if you guys have any suggestions or what your thoughts are on that. But uh, that's definitely what I want to do, make a move towards here in the next month or so. So anyways, uh, today what I wanted to discuss is the importance of doing the same things the same way. Doing the same things the same way. The monotony of discipline is... It, like, it's not even that it's super hard to be disciplined. I mean, I guess maybe it is for some people. Um, but, like, people think... I, I I believe that people have... People have a preconceived notion that discipline applies to things that are, like, really challenging to get through. And... What's funny is, and sometimes it is, like my cold plunge every morning, that is challenging to get through, <laughs> okay? that's That never gets easier. But like eating a well-rounded breakfast, <laughs> it's like, isn't that funny how we've made eating out to be difficult? We're, we're in such a place of comfort now that's like, oh, I, you know, cooking breakfast in the morning, I just don't have the time. I have to... I have to rush through my morning to get to my job that I hate and sit there for eight hours and then come home and then I don't have any time because Netflix is, is I gotta watch my shows. <laughs> it's most of the time discipline, the things that you need to do to maintain discipline are actually quite easy to get through. And I know it's a matter matter of perspective. I know that what is easy for me now was probably hard for me once and what is easy for me now is probably hard for some of you that are at the beginning of your journey into discipline but overall I guess this should be encouraging that because it does get easier I just can't ever remember certain things being hard like getting up and drinking water with a pinch of salt <laughs> it's not a difficult thing to do all right so uh, many times the it's it's not that the task in and of itself is excruciatingly challenging to dredge your way through. Because people start diets, people start workout routines, people make resolutions <laughs> to change all of the time. And they start so if it was so difficult to get through, many people wouldn't even start, right? Like if it was so impossibly challenging to start eating healthy, to start drinking more water, to start getting on a better sleep schedule, to start getting into the gym, to start reading your Bible and praying, 
like if those things were so unbelievably challenging, many people, there would be no such thing as New Year's resolutions. There'd be no such thing. So people wouldn't even start. Most people start. That's the encouraging part. When I think about this, it, it makes me really angry because I think about what happens to most of these people. But I also get really encouraged because most people do start an attempt to make a change and to become more disciplined. We're going to go ahead and pass this guy. I'm not going to be stuck behind you for the next 20 minutes. Uh, most people start. Now, where do most people fall off? It's a combination of two things. Uh, we're going to discuss one of them in length today. Number one, the, the one that we won't discuss in super long length today is, because we've discussed <clears throat> discussed it before, is that everybody, <clears throat> I can't clear my throat! Ah! Ah! <laughs> this is somebody's first time listening. If this is your first time listening. Welcome. It's just going to get weirder from here, champ. Strap on your little Jimmy hat. Let's go for a ride. <clears throat> Anyways, <laughs> the, the first reason why people start and then stop is because they want to see a result right away, right away and they don't. You often won't see results for many, many months. Just think about it this way. It's kind of like, it's like saving, I don't know, 10 bucks a day. At the end of a month, you've got $300. What do you freaking do? At the end of 100 days, though, you got 3000 At the end of 1,000 days, you got 30000 right? <clears throat> it's a compounding effect. Well, that's not compound. That's just simple addition. But, I mean, we could talk about compounding. A lot of times, results happen in a compounding way. It's like, okay, think about it that way. I've got a penny day one. I've got two pennies day two. I've got four pennies now. It's doubled. Day three. And then eight pennies. And then 16. And then 32. And then 16. Wait. It's 32 times 32. And it would have been 16 times 16. You guys get the point. So if I, well, no, no, just double. Just double. We don't even have to do, you just double every single day. You go from 64 to 128. Well, dude, it's been, what, how many, eight days now? You only have 128 pennies. You got a dollar and 28 cents. Dude, it's like less. I think it's like, I can't remember how many days. It's like less than 50 days. You'd have like a million dollars, right? So that's a lot of times what discipline and doing the right things are. It's a, it's, a, it's a compounding effect. It just, it's very small, very, very small at first. And then all of a sudden you look in the mirror and you've got a washboard six pack and you were fat, flabby, and gross to look at two years prior. A lot could happen in two years. Take it from me. Look at my before and after pictures from two and a half years ago to now. It's a completely different human being. But I've been doing the same thing, the same way, every single day for two and a half years. I'm proud of myself. I'm going to say it. I've been doing the same thing the same damn way, the same damn time nearly. Every These podcasts are proof. What am I doing every day when we go, when, when I film one of these? I'm on my way to the gym. Every single day. See, Sundays. 
I've been doing the same thing the same way, the same the same time of day, the same all the same, 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 same every single day for two and a half years now. So now people look at me and they're like, holy smokes, how do I lift as much weight as you? How do I get a physique that looks like yours? Most dads don't look like you, especially new dads. And most new dads don't get more ripped when they have a child. I am more ripped now than I was three months ago when we had Ada. How does that happen? I laid the groundwork for my discipline two years before she ever got here. So I guess we are going into a little bit of depth here, but the, the, the number one reason, and the one I didn't want to talk about as much today, so we're beating a dead, well, it's not a dead horse, it's a very alive horse for many of you, uh, is uh, people give up because they want to see the results right away, which is ridiculous. We live in an age of instantaneous, well, I could press a couple buttons on, a, on my phone or a pizza and a burger and a case of beer show up at my front door. You know what I'm saying? Which is wild. That's crazy. That's insane. Imagine, dude, if we showed any of this stuff to a medieval peasant, they would evacuate their bowels and their eyeballs. Would, would, they'd explode. Their brains would melt in their skulls. They would have no frame of reference, no ability to comprehend. None. They would have no ability to comprehend what we have access to right now. Isn't that crazy? <clears throat> Isn't that crazy? They, If you were to show a medieval medieval peasant a cell phone there's a there's a scientific concept for this psychological concept for this that the the peasant would have absolutely no frame of reference to even begin to understand what a cell phone is like they couldn't even begin to understand i'm not even talking about the advanced functions of a smartphone i'm talking about the basic function of a phone which is to call somebody that's not spatio-temporally near you somebody that's in a, a hundred miles away even that peasant couldn't even begin to fathom. So everything we have now is instantaneous. <clears throat> everything we have now is instantaneous. So we want everything instantaneously. And many people, as a result of this mindset, this conditioning, they give up. They give up early. But that's not what I want to focus on. I want to focus on the second reason why people give up. The second reason why people give up is because doing the same thing the same way, the same way, all the uh, the same manner, the same level of execution every single day is boring. It is monotonous. People, man, people always, well, my diet, you know, I've been on this diet for a little bit. I think I'm going to switch and try this diet. Well, I've been doing this workout routine, but, but I, you know, I'm just kind of, I, I kind of fallen out of love with it. So I think I'm going to change this up and I'm going to start doing Pilates. You know, it's like people don't stick to things anymore because they get bored for the same reason that relationships fail. Mm. What in the H-E double hockey sticks are you talking about there, Michael? There's options everywhere. Oh, you don't like your Pilates class anymore? Go take Thai bow. Oh, you don't like Thai bow anymore? Go to kickboxing. Oh, you don't like kickboxing? You can go to spin class. Oh, do you like spin class? You can go to stretching, extreme, panoramic, view, 101, 400, birdie, booty twerk, class 4,000. <laughs> There's so many options for everything. And it's the same reason why relationships fail at an exponentially higher rate of failure than they used to. And not only do relationships fail more often, but the threshold at which they fail is much lower. It's there's like a, you know, in a scientific system, there's a point of failure, right? 
Like if I, uh, <clears throat> like there's a point of failure with the surface tension of water. Okay, it's like some animals could walk on water because they, they, they spread out their uh, force against the water on webbed feet or whatever. Right, but you know, you throw me in the in the pond, I'm gonna crash right through to the bottom. <laughs> it's because there's a certain point of failure in that system, right? Well, now the threshold is much lower because there's so many options. You get into a fight with your girlfriend, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I mean, every single social media outlet is just a portal to 10,000 new women. Oh, I'm sorry, 10,000. Try 10 million. <laughs> every single one is a portal to 10 million new women. You don't even have to leave. <laughs> Bro, to cheat on your spouse, you don't even have to leave your couch. You don't even have to leave your couch. It's just too easy. So the same reason why people can't stick with diets and exercise and good routine is the same reason why people can't be faithful to each other and can't make relationships last. It's as soon as something gets, it's not even that things get bad. You know how many, you know how many studies they've done that women cheat on their husbands because they get bored? <clears throat> yeah. And husbands do the same thing. It's not all just women. Oh, you and the wife been doing it in the same position for 11 years now. Well, here comes Spicy Ricey looking down the bar at you. You know what I'm saying? She just tied a cherry stem in her mouth. Yeah, you start getting some ideas. It's just too easy now. People are weak. People are weak. That's what it boils down to. And we've been made weak by these stupid phones. I don't think we talk enough about the psychological damage and conditioning these idiot portals have, these demon portals have on us. And I'm one of them. I'm just as stupid as everybody else. I looked yesterday, I spent six hours on my phone. I'm like, I spent six hours of my life yesterday on my phone. Now, granted, some of that was productivity, but more than half of it wasn't. And I'm like, man. These things suck. Dude, as soon as I can, which I could right now, I'm just making excuses. I am getting rid of the smartphone. I'm, I swear to you, I promise you, everybody listening to me right now, like five of you will have my real cell phone number at some point. It's gonna be a Nokia, it's gonna be a little, it's gonna be a little brick, it's gonna be a satellite phone, it's gonna be something. I don't wanna be bothered with this <coughs> nonsense. What I need is I need a sur- I need like a surrogate. Like uh I need uh I'm gonna put an ad out here soon. I need a person to basically sign their life away to me legally. Um and like I'll completely care for them in every sense financially. They'll always have a roof over their head. But like this person will like help take care of my kid, help my wife with stuff. This person will travel with us everywhere, will help with the animals, but they'll also be like my surrogate social media. Like, they'll just, they'll learn me inside and out and know what to post and when to post it. And I won't ever touch my damn phone again. <laughs> Ooh, look at all those chickens and turkeys. I love that. This guy's got this great, uh, this great chicken pen. Um, our girls are free range, like free, free range. So I've got a nice pen for them. They don't spend any time in it. They'd rather be out in the woods. But uh, that guy out there has a really big pen for his chickens. And he's got like, 
like you know like a little playhouse for little kids in there and all kinds of obstacles and stuff like that you can tell he takes good care of his birds that makes me happy you see what they do to these factory birds dude it's it breaks my heart knowing how chickens are they have personalities they have personality each one of my chickens has a distinct personality each i could tell penelope from Farah. ask my wife they could be a hundred yards away in the backyard i could be in the front yard i could look at and be like just by the way that one's walking that's penelope they've all got very distinct personalities even two of them look the same we call them the light girls but one's name is wheels because she's super fast and does not like to be handled I, anyways, it just it makes me sad how uh, I. That's one thing that I'll level with the vegans or whatever on the plant tree huggers uh, is factory farming. I am so against factory farming. I vehemently oppose factory farming. That is the one thing. You know what? If you live in a city and you don't have access to meat, then you don't get to eat meat. That's my opinion. If you're dumb enough to go live in a city, I'm sorry. Some of you live in cities that are listening to me right now, and maybe there's just something that I don't understand. Well, dude, there's like 14 bagel shops. Like, you get to choose which bagel shop out of the 14 bagel shops that you want to poison your body with. It's like, (laughs) just clubs. (laughs) Options. I I just, I can't, I don't know. Listen, that cities are the cause for most of these issues isn't it funny that most of these moronic blue-haired septum pierced fat liberals these idiot fat gross greasy liberals all crammed into these cities just defecating and urinating and just producing waste after waste after waste contributing nothing of value to society or the earth just sucking up all kinds of resources out here i've got chickens i'm on a well it's like who's doing more damage to the environment but who's more hey take away the rights of others to protect the environment how about you get your fat sloppy ass out on a piece of land and learn how to work it and make your own food how about that you ever think about that huh mrs he her poly side degree you know, you know, people in Maine, I, anybody that's in Maine that's listening to me right now, I want you to understand something. You do not, do not have to come to a complete stop to execute a right-hand turn in the middle of a 55 or anywhere. You don't. Did you hear me, everybody in Maine? I don't know what it is with Maine, but you do not need to come to a complete stop to take a right. You just flow. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't take it at 55 miles an hour, but like, dude, you don't have to stop. Unreal, man. I could take this turn up here at 30 and be fine. My head wouldn't even move. It's like, (laughs) it's just like people in Maine. Listen, I'm not angry. I just, you know, I have a lot of things that I have to say. I have to say them quickly and aggressively to get them all out. But I am angry about the city slickers, city slicker. Now, don't get me wrong. I have some people that I really love that live in cities. But it's funny because my friends that live in cities are never there. (laughs) They're never home. They're always traveling. Why? Because I I don't know. I, I just couldn't imagine 
I remember I visited my very, very dear friend. Uh, well, Cody, uh, the one that was just at our house, and then Albie, my other very, very dear friend in New York. <clears throat> and this is when they were running a, a life insurance branch. And Cody, they still are. But uh, Cody doesn't live there anymore. The whole pandemic thing shut that down. But anyways, I can remember going to visit them. And we had to get up like, you know, we partied the night before. So we had to get up super early. And we had to walk like three or four blocks to go to the gym. It was cold out. Dude, walking down a city street first thing in the morning is miserable. It's loud. We're going underneath these bridges with like trains going over. There's homeless people. There's people smoking cigarettes at 5.30 in the morning, smoke getting in your face. There's trash everywhere. It's gray. It's rusty. Went to the gym. We had to walk three or four blocks back. We had to go. We went to a diner. It was loud. It was packed. It was just loud. I swear people were smoking cigs in the diner. <laughs> and then we get back and we got to find a subway. We got to get cram ourselves. We almost didn't make it. We had to all get everybody on this subway and take this metal tube full of just degeneracy. Dude, it was. I will never forget that experience. That right there eliminated any inkling that I would ever want to live even near a city. I can't even go to Portland, Maine. <clears throat> Portland, Maine is not even a real city. I can't even hack it Portland, Maine. <clears throat> it's terrible. It's so gross. It's so grody. So, I don't know. I know how we got off the rails with this, but uh, we got way off the rails. <laughs> Back to what I was saying before. Many people don't execute because they get bored. They get bored. Doing Even when they're starting to get results, people still change it up. I can't tell you how many circumstances I've dealt with somebody where they're like, well, you know, I think I'm going to blah, 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 blah instead. And I'm like, dude, you're getting the... Why, why would you change what you're doing? I don't know. I just figured you'll shock the muscles. <laughs> just, here, shock your brain stem and get a lobotomy and don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't... Do not change anything. So I'm almost to the gym. It's been a longer episode, but I, I really want to encourage you. The point of today, ultimately, as we've wound our way to it, is do not get bored. Well, I mean, you're going to get bored. I can't tell you to not get bored, but don't stop. Be disciplined. Part of being disciplined is doing what you're supposed to be. All of being disciplined is doing what you're supposed to be doing when you're supposed to be doing it, regardless of how you feel, how it's supposed to be done. Meaning you don't half-ass anything because you don't feel like it. So, we got to get better at this. We cannot keep picking things up and dropping them because we don't feel like it. Or because it's boring. Or because we've been doing it the same way every day for three years. Keep going. Keep doing it. That's how greatness... <clears throat> like, if I want to get good at shooting three-pointers, what do I do? I go shoot three-pointers. And I shoot three-pointers every... Do you think there's a point where Steph Curry stops shooting three-pointers in practice? I'd say he's got it down at this point, right? But do you think he's stopped? No! He's still in the gym shooting three-pointers. Some of you get a little good at something, just a little good, and you stop doing it, practicing it, because you think you've got it mastered. Part of mastery is consistent execution. 
part of mastery is consistent execution. You feel me? Is this kid going to shut his door? Is he just going to... Okay, thank you, bud. There you go. That a boy. All right. Well, hey, I love you guys. Great talk today. And uh, stay disciplined. Let's get it. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.